welcome to episode 44 of the Spitballing Pod. I'm Luke Byron and today I'm joined by Connor Harmer, Tom Kennett and a first appearance of Sam Langston. Um, this one today is going to be kind of our end of year football roundup. We've got the MMA roundup coming next. Um, but just, just to kick it off, we've got our standard uh, Tinder Bumble chat and we do have a dilemma that I've been waiting for the whole week. Uh, I'll say it's a good thing that we've got more people back because we concocted a message to our girl Moan last Moan. week and Connor the self-request king of Tinder the line didn't work I'm not having it down to my profile because a line that good should surely be working regardless um, just to refresh she was 19 hippie road girl 420 friendly with a Jamaican flag emoji loved the filter and but was particularly petite for one of my likes rare very rare okay so we've got beth go on beth 22 must be away at the moment 53 kilometers away was closer so either that or we've matched and she's done a runner (laughs) (laughs) currently now 54 it's going up every minute (laughs) all right the bio is if you don't have an interest in both animals and video games we won't gel no (laughs) hookups Don't be like that, Beth. So already she's laying down a marker. She's got one interest in a tattoo studio and her anthem is Bring It All Back by S Club 7. She's old school. We've got a picture with her dad as the first picture to kind of lay down a marker, I think. You're assuming that's her dad. Yeah, we we kind of had a bit of a rant about this last week for people who have pictures with their babies. People, Connor said he saw some with their wedding photo as their main main picture. (laughs) She wears glasses, so we've got something in common there. Good conversation (laughs) style. Hmm, gets worse as it goes on. Okay, any suggestions as to how we can start this message? What did you say her likes were? Uh, a tattoo studio. But it doesn't appear to have any tattoos in the pictures. What a liar. She's lying. <laughs> She's trying to look cool. Yeah. We c- Just to that? take you through. Go on, I want to see some pictures. Okay. You need to drop the cheesecake line. Go on. So you started to say, I've got a very big question for you. These ones don't work. No, it, re- it reels her in and she'll go, what's that? You know, she can expect anything. This question, and you've gone, what's your favourite cheesecake? Conversation <sighs> starter. I'll absolutely not be using that. <laughs> well, we'll maybe have to have a bit of a think. Or I may have you to... The, the dating of, we'll go for cheesecake for a date. Mm. No, I think, uh, if anything, we'll revert oh back. All of those. Yeah, if anything, we'll revert back <laughs> to... Um... <laughs> <laughs> is this a is this a uh, I know this is probably a fake profile but can you at least give me the name of the model in those pictures that's a top line isn't it uh, I actually uh, kind of formed it his was originally what are you doing tomorrow modelling shoot is it uh, as I asked the two girls on night out in one's now a pregnant lesbian she was pregnant at the time as well was she not she claimed so is she a pregnant lesbian Freezer crowd. You, and yeah, you were trying to meet you on your in there, weren't you? Actually, um, she came to me after Toff's poor chat sent her my way. 
I just happened to use the same line that he'd just used. You <laughs> <laughs> just said that as well, weirdly. <laughs> but on to more pressing topics. So if we kick it off then with uh, the Premier League and we ask, um, is the title race already over? I'm not sure. quite sure. I probably should have had it ready, but City are, what are they? 11 points 11 clear, points is it? points clear. Yeah. Yeah. Or was it 11 before they beat United? No, so it's eleven. It's eleven now. Now, yeah. All right, so this this could be a fairly swift answer to the question. Here. Are we saying it is it is over? Uh, unless De Bruyne and Silva both get injured for long periods at the same time, yes, it's done already. After Pogba did wish injuries, I don't think upon the other I team. I don't think he wished injuries. He just said that could be a way for teams to get back in if they were to have injuries, which he's right. It is a way for teams to get in. This silver thing is bad. He's going to be feeling awful. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not sure I want to go down that path. (laughs) What an awful thing to wish on a team. I think think City will have a slump, but I think, I don't see how United aren't going to drop points as well. It's 11 points, a lot to make up. Yeah, we're going to get on to them. Whilst uh, not having your own sort of like, little slump as well I think United are definitely capable of that yeah so I mean Burnley have been like the revelation of the season so far and they currently sit in 6th place they've been as high as 4th notably ahead of both Spurs and Everton Um, and I guess the question here is can a team of their stature ever realistically break into the top 4 and Sam if we go to you um, first on this one do do you think they could I think there's sort of a difference between establishing themselves as a top four side and placing in the top four once or twice um, realistically I can't see that they're going to be doing better than any of the current top six despite how well they've done so far this season I think it's just another one where they've they've defended well but I think the, the opponents haven't performed yeah. sort of it, as well as they have it does seem to be like Every season there is like one team, isn't there? I mean, ages ago, I seem to remember Hull being one of the ones. They beat a couple of big teams and then they kind of ride the wave for a little bit. Um, we had Newcastle who actually came fifth that one season and there's a couple other teams that do it. Everton have pushed, although I wouldn't put them in the same bracket as Burnley. No. But we have like the teams. Leicester's obviously the freak one, which yeah. wasn't just top four. But I mean, for me, the gap's only going to get bigger and bigger as the teams like within that top four, particularly with how far ahead City are, every team's going to be spending more just to try and keep up with them. And so I think the gap between the top four and everyone else, or top six, say, and everyone else is going to get worse and it's going to be even harder for them to be able to catch up. I think the problem outside the top four is as well, the clubs don't have the same infrastructure, so they don't have the same internal training facilities, the same youth academies, the same systems which are sort of backing the the first teams which are pushing the results. They don't have the same funding as well. It's going to take a lot of consistent yeah. consistency from a team like Burnley to be consistently getting in that top four. And even then, as soon as you get a good player, they get nicked by, like, they had Michael Keane, didn't they? He's gone to Everton. And even a good example would be like Delph at City. So a standout player at a club to then go and kind of just slot in where needed, ride the bench most of the time and just be there. And so you can never really gain too much ground because as soon as you start gaining the ground, then your talent's just taken straight off you. Yeah. 
Um, is it not a bit like sort of disrespectful to say they can't know like a couple of years after Leicester won the league? I think it is, but I think like seeing Leicester the year after just showed just how that was how literally it was. like all the stars coming together, every big team underperforming, and and them performing like way ahead of just an anomaly. Just yeah, because even result. seeing those players now, like. You see, like Vardy and Mares now, and they don't look that stand out compared to everyone else. Compared to that one season where you were mentioning like Mares in with all of the top wingers in the league, he was like the standout guy. Yeah, yeah. I think the problem we've kind of alluded to as well is it's like a quite an established top six now. I think the top six are kind of cut adrift from the rest. So if it was just say four teams that were cut above, and then someone else looking to join, I think you could realistically make a case of. Especially when it's like Liverpool, Arsenal, Spurs, all quite inconsistent. Someone could nick it, but the fact that there's six of them competing for four places, I think there's just too many to kind of jump in on. Do you think like a lot of it as well, like Burnley, what's got them to being where they are? If they were to get like a financial injection, then they kind of go against what got them to that point. And so they bring in new players, they play a different way because they're bringing in players that aren't going to play the same way. And it... Kind of like Everton because kind of like Stoke. Yeah, like how Stoke used to be big physical team and now they're got more flair yeah. players, but it's not really worked out because they're kind of caught between the two. Yeah, when they had Bojan, Shakiri, and they were, there was someone uh, Affalai, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. All so coming there. They're not really <laughs> what they used to be. Yeah, now they're trying to play football. I I think Burnley they could get in the top six this year. I don't see it a bit freak freakishly like Leicester did. I think they're a team who if they continue the way they will but I imagine they will hit a slump at one point it just depends on how they do that and then whether they go and reinforce in January because that could be the big test because the bigger teams above them will I imagine City's going to buy United Liverpool they're, they're all going to buy players so I think that to keep up that they're going to have to buy one or two players in, in uh, January I know they've lost Robbie Brady over the last few weeks he's a big player for them yeah, Tarkowski's banned was he, for two, oh, two or three games I yeah. think he'll get for off the ball incident so that's that's the thing with the the uh, squads who are outside the top six. Usually, the squad size of them and the depth doesn't match the bigger teams, and that's where with all the cups they've got to play FA Cup, um, Carabao Cup, um, I th- I it, it tends to catch up with them. Partly why you see some of these clubs do well in the start of the season as well, because where you can play the same team every week, yeah. you've got a like, consistency and you can do it, and it's good for a while. But then once fatigue and injuries set in, that's when the bigger clubs kind of come to the floor, and then that's when. That's one of the main things with Burnley, isn't it? Is where they they do generally play the same team week in, week out. It's quite rare that he change. If it is, it's only one or two changes. Yeah. Um, and then it tends to go back to the same starting eleven, which they've had consistently for the last few years now, where they are quite a squad. So they need to bring in sort of specific players to fit into their team dynamics more than anything. You might be able to hear it. Everyone here's got a cold today. You might actually catch it by listening to (laughs) the podcast. Um, But Connor mentioned it particularly with City potentially investing as well as everyone else which leads us on very nicely smooth transition yeah um so i mean it's, it's been widely rumored that alexis sanchez will be leaving arsenal at the end of the season once his contract expires i for one now we'll get on to that but i'm quite happy for that to happen um it does look like city though are the most likely destination um but the, the big question here is do they really need him tk uh, you've, you've you've scoffed if if we go to you um do you think they need him? It's not even Christmas and we're debating whether the title race is over. We're not really debating whether it's over. We've basically said they've won the title. So no, they don't need him. But they they probably don't need some of the players they've got at the minute, but they'd buy him anyway. 
It's but, not a case of what they need, it's what they want. I mean, do you think the squad needs him just in terms of wider than just the Premier League, though, just as a, as a, as a squad? You become a better squad, don't you, by having him. World-class player, maybe the best player in the league on his day. So you become better by having him. I don't necessarily know where he fits in. Just, I just think off the cuff if, like that. Yeah. But if, if it's a free, if it's a free signing, then obviously whoever gets him has had an absolute world. <laughs> I just think that where's he? Where's he? Gonna where, where, he's not going to start for them, I don't think, because he's not at the moment. You can't break what they've got there. But then, when you actually think about it, out wide they only actually do have Sterling and Sane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really, obviously they've got Foden. That's the only thing it, it could hamper because he's someone who could come in yeah. towards towards the end of the season. Where if if they have won the league or they are, he could get a lot of Premier League game time, which could be helpful for him. They can rest people for the Champions League if they are still in it, which you imagine. So with with the draw that they've had, yeah. it just I can see why he could want to get them because he can play out wide for them. He's an extra winger, but I don't think he plays centre forward like he did last year for Arsenal. He wouldn't get in front of Aguero and and Jesus. Jesus, he, he, he wouldn't risk both of them positions in the squad as well I think if you are City as well and you can get Sanchez why are you not just going to go out and get him I mean yeah. if, if you've got the money to do it and you've got the squad that you've got already why would you not just go in straight from that and bolster it down the only thing I can see is that it could upset like Pep's formula how it's all going so he, well at the moment he was the one I think you know? was utilising him when he was with Barca is one of the interesting things but Something else is, um, I mean, we've seen with teams before, Chelsea are a good example this season, and it might be just that the other teams have got better, but usually, kind of, Chelsea played one way last season, City are very much playing the same way this season. Usually after a season, teams, I don't want, I don't want to say work you out, but they know better how to box you in, put your players behind the ball, and someone like Sanchez is someone who just turns the game around, even if you've got 11 men beyond the ball Um, one of the things is I think as much as you say like would he fit in I think if you just put him and Sané next to each other and you had to take one for your team then I think you would take Alexis if it was like on his day now not for the future it's someone for your squad now I'm not sure I'm not sure you would the fact that he's close and one's what is he 19, 20 the other one's approaching 30 Mm. from their point of view but it kind of as well in, in Europe, I mean, just going into a game, Aguero, Silva, De Bruyne and Sanchez is as good as Ooh. any attacking force in Europe. Oh, yeah. Can he can he actually play for City though if he signs? He can play in the Champions League, yeah, he's not cup tied. But what? I thought if you if you play the Europa League, are you not cup tied for Champions yeah. League? It's because it's, European competi- it's a European competition, isn't it? I saw some saying I've... that he could play, but I'm not too sure. But even in terms of just their squad going forwards, then it's still because the the rumor is they're going to pay for him in January. It's it's kind of a game of chicken, isn't it? Do you do you pay up in January or do you wait till summer and, and back yourself to be but, the ones who yeah, sign him? Because yeah. the thing I was going to say is everyone's um, going to be in for him if this yeah. going in the summer. The thing I was going to say is even like we've all played football manager, which <laughs> might be a weak comparison, but <laughs> even when even if you've won the league by ten points, you still the next year. You, you, I don't know if board's the right word, but you still you want new players for your squad and you go in. And even if it's just a case of freshening it up and Sané, you've said there's no competition and maybe that's what you need to push a player onto the next level is the competition. And you need just a different option. I think they're different players. And one criticism I would have with City is 
when the game isn't going their way, they don't switch it up. They just keep playing the same way until it eventually weighs until it eventually weighs off, and that's not always going to be the case, particularly in Europe. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't think it's a case of the players can switch it up. It's from what it sounds like, Guardiola won't switch it up. He's he's always played like that, and that's that has been his downfall at times with when he has been in European competition, especially with Bayern Munich last year and well a few years back as well. He got caught out because when Real Madrid went there and won, was it four one four nil? Yeah, they knew that he wouldn't switch up no matter what what he did. So it's strange. How how much would you want for Sanchez? How much? 40. How much can you 40. command in January? Six months. No, honestly, if you you're not going to get a player as well. Yeah. No. I don't know if you're being, if you're joking or not. Well, Arsenal you can force have it. no need to sell him because he's going either way. Well, and they don't need the cash. So forty, you say, if you really want him, then come come take him. Because at the end of the season then I'm not sure City's the most I don't know the right word the most uh, appealing place to go when I'm not saying you get in this place but you can go be the you can go be the man at Monaco who are gonna pay you the big money. PSG, Cavani if he's gonna go out the door, then Mbappe's gonna move forward and you've got a space on the wing there. Mm. Barcelona, they've clearly got a gap there where they don't have the players, so I'm not sure City is the top of that list if you don't come in and get him. I think in January it looks like a good move. But when you have the time to think about it, then I'm not sure it's the place to be. But if you're a player now who's playing like anywhere and you're Man City interested in you, looking at that, would you not think, I'd just love to go there just to play in the way that they're playing? You're getting a league title if you, just from January. Yeah. Basically. Which he, which, which, he, which he hasn't had so far. <laughs> and he's not going to get to stay where he is, let's be honest. <laughs> He's had two FA Cups. I'm sure that sorts him out. I'm sure he's pleased with that. And two Community Shields. <laughs> I don't laugh because you're not claim that part of the treble. <laughs> the treble. Yeah, it was. It's a great treble. <laughs> so, so are you saying to sell in January as well? Well, because <laughs> this, well, we well, well, this would be interesting. This actually takes us perfectly onto our next topic. Does it? I don't, I don't remember. It does. This. How can Arsenal improve in January and should they sell oh. Alexis and okay. Ozil? So everything's just going together so smoothly. So we've kind of done. we've kind of taken on it there. So we've had Connor's opinion, we've had my opinion. So if we if we go to either of you, whoever wants to claim the mic first, um, if you're Arsene Wenger, scary thoughts I know in uh, in, oh, in January. Horrific. Do Not you uh, keep Sanchez or do you take the money? I'm at a I'm at a brick wall with that one because. If you keep him, you, we saw what happened when, when it was back in September. He thought he was getting the big move to City, and um, we know we noticed that he he sort of he's been terrible. He slacked, didn't he? Really, the one that shines out in my head was um, the one in in Liverpool. Yeah, the Liverpool, Liverpool game, he lost yeah. the ball more than any <laughs> player he, ever in Premier League history, and he just looked he looked yeah. horrendous oh, as well. God. He just looked miserable. I think it wasn't was, running. I think he gave the ball away seventeen times or something like that. But <laughs> if you sell him, where do you go? Who's gonna come to you? What are you gonna spend the money on? I mean the only I mean, perk who do you is get? when we have sold big players previously, which is quite a horrible Honest. thing to look back on, it's been to push that team to the next edge. And City kind of are there, but you're making them stronger, but as horrible as it is to say we're not competing for the title so it's not really screwing us over it's it's screwing United over it's screwing Chelsea over for us 
it it's not really changing what we're doing much is at it, all. It's extending an already big gap, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's but not. It's whilst just, it's, we've got Wenger in charge, we're not going for the league. It's anyway. not a good look, is it, to sell your best player to uh, what should be a rival? I think we. I think it all depends on what you get back in return. I think I'd value a player more than getting the cash, but. I actually Could rarely go for a player. The other I turned day. my nose up when it was when they offered supposedly Sterling in uh, summer, where apparently they wanted cash from us plus Alexis for <laughs> Sterling. Come on, you take that now, wouldn't you? Not the not the cash. Purely, I mean, swap it, I mean, it's not my cash, but it's just it's <laughs> ju- it's just an embarrassing thing just <laughs> just to see that then what you've handed over because inevitably he would come to us and he would be Javinho Mark II. Yeah. <laughs> Great player for a few years. At Roma. Honestly, one of the worst I've ever seen. The player I've actually seen middle of the goal on the line and he rolled it over his foot and then had a second pop it and it's over the bar <laughs> against Bradford and then we lost on penalties. Uh, I do remember that actually, yeah. Yeah. To- um, Oh, sorry, I was going to say one of the things that the problem that you have been an well not just being an Arsenal fan but with Arsenal is that in the past they've always sold their players on the cheap always yeah. Yeah. and that's the problem like they if you you know that if you're Chelsea you're getting probably double what you what your players worth you know they sold David Luiz for forty million two seasons ago we did get 40 million business by the way yeah that, that's good Ox for 40 million is yeah but no that's because that's of Liverpool that's, yeah that, that's because Liverpool were willing to spend whatever yeah. but I mean in terms of um, you look, even you go back as far as Henri when went on the cheap Van Persie another case on the of cheap. one year left on the deal was it Vieira on the cheap another case it's, if you look the, the common thing with all of those players going is Vieira Arsenal, I think, told him that he wasn't, he didn't really have a place there, and then they tried changing their mind, and he'd made his mind up. Obviously. So you put in a bad position where you, the, your mind's been made up. Van Persie, the mind was made up. Everyone knew. He, he released that statement saying the little boy inside him was saying he had to go. Then uh, Nazri came out and said he wanted to go. <laughs> Nazri's the one they hated. That was the one that, yeah. the one that hit him. Adebayor wasn't too bad actually before we went. We got a what was it? We got thirty million for him, which wasn't that bad at the time. No, that was good money at the time. But he was just off the back of a thirty-goal season. He does that, yeah. The but I mean, the thing all these players is with Chelsea, there they had no pressure on them to sell. But yeah. so it was kind of like a repeatedly flogged thing. But there was the debt being paid off on the stadium, and they didn't have the money there. So it, it so happened that the money wasn't reinvested. But as soon as it comes out in public and then clubs have got you right where they want you when they know the player wants to go. Do so, you not think he wants to go? Alexis? Yeah. That's, yeah, that's what I mean. It, yeah. It's pushed in a corner. So now Arsenal will sell him on the cheap. I don't know if they will because... Do you think they'll keep him till the summer? Is that what you think will happen? Usually I think of what should happen and the opposite will happen with Arsenal standards, but I kind of have a feeling that he's going to go in January only because money isn't an object to City and they are, they're in no danger of breaching financial fair play. We've seen that actually doesn't mean anything because literally Monaco doesn't. have literally... <laughs> so I would say that he looks like a player that sulks and he looks like a popular person in that you don't really want him around your team if he's not where he wants to be. 
And the the only thing is, I would say in January we need to get someone before we sell him, so everyone yeah. doesn't look and think, yeah. oh, we've got them where we want them. They're okay, they're coming to get. Got that money burning in yeah. their pocket. How, how much did you turn down in the summer for him though? Forty. But we so that was an acceptable amount, but it was because we wanted you could to get someone else in. So you, City will be thinking, it's half half of that now. Contract runs down in six months. Twenty million. Who can you sign as a Arsenal fan? Who can you get in for that? And to answer your question as well, if I'm Arsene Wenger, this doesn't happen in terms of like in January that you're looking at your two best players. You're either maybe be bullied into selling, or they'll leave on a free in the summer. Which, by the way, we said to you on the podcast on here during the summer that this would happen. And you said, no, no, we're going to keep him. We'll either convince him to say, or oh, I don't mind losing him on a free. Because obviously, I don't know, you thought we were going to do everything this season or something. I don't know. But, and literally, literally a couple of months in, you were like, yeah, I wouldn't have done this. I wouldn't have done this. <laughs> it was mm. obvious what was going to happen. They didn't sign deals in the summer. At that point, you should be looking, right, we're going to get rid of you. They shouldn't be down to 12 months anyway. But these things can happen. Do you think Ozil goes to United? Ozil's going to stay. <laughs> I, I actually agree. I think he will actually no, stay. I, I, they were, I thought they were going to announce it today. They put, Arsenal put something out on Twitter and they said, um, we've got something to brighten your day today. <laughs> and then they oh, said, no. and then they said gonna be? enjoy this thread of Meza Ertzel's best goals. Oh. And they went six, five, four, three, two, one. They went, we're glad you enjoyed that. We hope it's brightened your day. <laughs> oh, God, they did. Um, Alexis can play in the Champions League okay. if he goes across. The issue was... Is it playing against really Arsenal? He wouldn't be allowed to do. Is that? It was part, if you've of, come out of yeah, the Champions yeah. League into the Europa and then you try and go oh, back. Right. But it says oh, on right. here it's fine. It says it's the eligibility uh, representing a club in this fixture does not affect a player's eligibility in other UEFA competitions. Oh. However, if the first club switches into the same competition, e.g., transfers. Uh, from the Champions League to the Europa League through finishing third in the group stage and the transfer player becomes ineligible. Okay. So they can use him in Europe. That's fair enough. Maybe it is worth it then. For 20 million. For when when money's not an option then you're literally... <laughs> it's not going to be 20 million. <laughs> I think you may as well leave it for free if you're doing that. Yeah. They won't spend more than 25 on him. It's going to be 40 or nothing. I think Should you place I, a wager on this? I don't bet on football anymore. <laughs> How convenient. This isn't an official football player. That's fine. I, honestly, I can't see them spending more than 25 because they'll just say, well, we'll get them in the summer for free. Well, the interesting thing is, it, and we may have thought, but we haven't actually said it, we kind of say this is a city, the only team that's going to come in for him in January, where we could see several others. And so then you're kind of... <clears throat> I'd love United to go for him. And it wouldn't surprise me. I think Wenger hates Mourinho that much that he'd sell to less to City. <laughs> kind of like Real Madrid with Morata. Yeah. Where United bids, was it close 70, to 90, 70 or close to 80? No, when you'd screw- Chelsea come in. Yeah, you can have them for And you'd screwed him over with that fax about De Gea. The fax machine didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but... Who said him faxes now anyway? Aside, aside from these two, so... If you are Arsenal... Say Sanchez is staying until the end of the season, Ertzel stay until the end of the season. What do you do as Arsenal? Do you kind of cut your losses and see where you end up at the end of the season? Do you invest in 
a midfielder, a defender, a striker, what what do you do in? Because for me, I would say you need a defender because <laughs> Mustafi just does not convince me at all. We're still playing Ainsley Maitland-Niles at left back, who I'm glad to see him in the team, but he's a defensive midfielder. If you're that desperate to get him in the team, then Shaka is not playing well enough to be demanding a place. No. So I mean, there's definitely. Murta Saka is he's shot to pieces. He's a coach. <laughs> Holding for some reason, I don't know. He had one bad game, and Wenger has just. Absolutely I was thinking he's injured him. or something. He's been binned on it. Yeah, he just got binned completely. Yeah. That Southampton game where Charlie Adam, who's not a quick bloke himself, <laughs> has yeah, looked yeah, like a road runner against Murta Saka. Yeah. But who who can they sign as a defender though? Like mm. realistically, you don't need a right back. You've got Bellerin. Left back. back, yeah, we're saying left back. You've got Kalasinac and Monreal. But anyway, you you can have those two. So no, you, you need centre backs. <laughs> what were you just saying about Monreal? Because you I play you play him. Monreal. No, you, 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 like you, you play him in a, in a back three. Yeah, which he shouldn't be playing in, and he's not a wing back. Well, until we played United, then that back three hadn't conceded a goal. Yeah, but look at the pass. He's He's him and Murtazak are the weak points in that. Uh, all, three, all, three, all three of them are actually. I mean, Kashani's shot to pieces you know, now. On the first, Kashani's had some ropey games this year. Where, uh, Mustafi is just terrible, and Bellerin has not been great the either. Thing, the thing with Monreal is he, he's Bellerin not. Needs a haircut. He's not, <laughs> he's not a centre back, and he's not a wing back. So until you change the formation, Monreal isn't going to fit in that. A disrespect. He's been our most consistent um, player through the season. Yeah, I think you're the only person who's not well, said this. Oh, well, Kalasani. He's he's the boy left back anyway. He's been left, benched left for Ainsley Maitland-Niles. Yeah. Well, I don't know what he's doing there. He's been the boy. He's saving him for when I'm at the Emirates tomorrow. <laughs> oh, okay. What 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 centre backs can you go and buy? What? So, it's honest, it's a very good question. Same and, with Liverpool. And what, and what, who can you and get what a centre back? And what price can you get them at? I didn't prepare a list for you, but there's enough it's, across. It's, there's oh, enough across Europe. Is there? Name five. If you want a centre back. Then you can get people have forgot how to defend. Name five Van Dyke. <laughs> Jesus, if you want one bad enough, then I don't, I don't think you would go to <laughs> oh, Southampton are a great place to be staying at. <laughs> well, coming to Liverpool. Well, let's be, yeah, be honest, I think if, he'll go City. If he's got City or Liverpool as horrible. options, and you, you're, you're third on the list, aren't you? We'll have Otamendi then. <laughs> you're not getting him. We'll swap him for Sanchez. Straight swap. Like yeah. Honestly, honestly, I don't I name. There's not. There's not a lot of quality defenders out there, are there? The other, it doesn't have to be quality to be better than what we've got. Yeah. No, but there seems to also be this idea that people go do a lot of business in January when there's not that many players out there and not a lot of value for money. So our, our teams not teams don't do that much in January. Generally, teams don't buy a lot in January. It seems to be this idea that everyone's going to do a lot of business in January. I don't know what. Because they have to, for sure. We need Berbatov. <laughs> What, he just, just, off? just recreate the deal. <laughs> I'm going to have a, a little uh, word on him later, actually. But, I mean, you've all essentially just written Arsenal off, said there's no point. <laughs> Speaking of Berbatov, his hair transplant is something else, right? And I thought that was one of the best I've seen. But Andros Townsend, right? Don't you be- bad mouth here. No, no, the best hair transplant I've I've ever seen, I think. He's got, and it's gone completely under the radar. 
No one has noticed. Say, I'm, not I'm yeah. not really fucking Honestly, look at his hair. Google him now. And look at his hair in the game yesterday. Full head of hair. He had he had one of the he had a bad hairline. You gotta give him that. He, it wasn't great when he was at Newcastle and Spurs. Got it completely under the radar. <laughs> and also also David Silver, another one, hair transplant. Is it a hair transplant, is it? Definitely. You've got no hair. <laughs> No, but you can see it's. Can you got, see the line? Yeah. Arsenal to replace Walcott with Zaha in January. Jesus. I think he'll go Spurs. Why do you just rash team? You just throw these teams out of nowhere. Well, I think that's an awful shout. No, Spurs, Spurs have been rumoured to be after him for a while. And well, I've, from, I'll be telling you later why no player should join Spurs. From and Arsenal's point of view, we said obviously about defenders, which is obvious, but do you not think. With always and Sanchez as, as situation as it is, do you think maybe get some sort of business done in January? So if they do leave, you've got something already sorted. Yeah, that's what I said. Before you do anything with either of them, you need yeah, to. Uh, yeah, but I don't necessarily mean so. I mean, if we really wanted to go into specific names, then we could spend you go a whole hour. Lamar from Monaco. Down each thing. <laughs> no, but I want you to just name a few because I can't see. Don't rule that who out. Would go to you. I think someone's going to go in for him. I don't see anyone that would go like, to, to a decent level. <laughs> You've got level United on this pedestal. <laughs> uh, what I'm saying is, at a level who are to the same level as what you've got now or better. There's always enough people where they're going to be the second man at some guy and they can come to Arsenal and they can be the big boy where they're going to get the appreciation. You're thinking of that sort of you mindset. You your players constantly. So does every team. You're the worst for it. No. I'm... Did you see that video after this? After <laughs> after the derby, that that that, oh, not, that that was one of the best things I've seen in a while. It, yeah. That him, was sensational. Him going in on Herrera, <laughs> the old woman trying to chip in. <laughs> I want to say something, and it just gets cut off. That was fair enough. All right, that could be perfect. Actually, let's get on to United, Connor. So you've been chirping in. <laughs> How can United improve in January? Oh, Sanchez, Ozil. Why does Ozil fit in United? No chance. No, this. Particularly with previous with Mourinho, supposedly previous they've had. I can tell you what. As she's saying that, nobody would be getting in front of Jesse at the moment. <laughs> God, he's God's gift at the moment, isn't he? Uh, has. He doesn't, he doesn't have the bottle to leave Arsenal. <laughs> I think he'd be scared to get slated by the fans. He's got Stockholm syndrome with Mourinho. Who? Well, well he's loving yeah, him. He's just abused him that much yeah. that he yeah. now. I we I can see. Ursel at Barca. Yeah. To be fair, if it's a choice between spending over 100 million on Coutinho or getting Ozil one cheap or free, there's, they probably would. Well, there's rumours that they're now strong favourites for Griezmann, so I can't see them getting getting both. I think Griezmann's got a few other issues on his plate before he worries, <laughs> before he worries about a transfer. I'm not sure Dembele's going to welcome him to Barcelona. <laughs> Suarez will. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so with United, I mean, there's a couple of questions to ask you. So we've got, has Lukaku lived up to expectations? And my my point here is, I think he's done what he can do. I mean, he's had a shitter in that game against City, which every striker is going to have a bad game at some point. And when you're putting him in to defend, and this is my point, if signing him, it's quite obvious what his strong points are, what his weaknesses are. For a big bloke, he's not very good at holding up the ball. But he is good at attacking the ball when you put it in the box. He's a decent finisher. He was in a one-on-one. Then I would decent have my, the word. I decent would, is the word. more times than not. I would have him 
scoring. He was he's one of the better strikers in the league for yeah, for yeah. sure. But for them, he's like there's a difference between asking your players to have defensive responsibility and forcing them to be defenders. And I think this is the issue with Mkhitaryan, who he just seems to be the new person that Mourinho is slagging off. He's moved on from Shaw. That's outrageous as well. But... Shaw, Shaw's taking his thing, and Mkhitaryan we saw last year, understandably offside goal that he scored. So a bit too much credit for that uh, scorpion kick, but you can clearly see the talent he does have, which obviously the players are going to get frustrated. And when you're playing the way that United did against Arsenal, which it turned out well, but the way they've been set up and the way they did against Spurs, it was Spurs they scraped a 1-0 against, wasn't it? United. Yeah. Yeah. As a defender, the defenders on that team will have been buzzing coming off the pitch. I don't think the strikers are going to be, they're going to be pleased with the win, but are they really going to have enjoyed just defending for 90 minutes? They, they don't want to be doing that. A player like Mkhitaryan hasn't come to United to be parking the bus behind the ball and being told to stand in behind players and track up and down the whole game and not go forwards with no intent. Well, he hasn't, but that's part of the job at times. First, first five was, games, first five games of the times, season. Then I think you take it, but it's not at times. Well, it is first five games of the season. He was on a great run of form where he had was it five assists. Uh, he scored a few goals. And then you lost one game to Huddersfield, and you shoved everyone behind the ball again. Yeah. But he, he honestly, if you actually watch those games after the first five, he was awful, and that's not because of the tactics that were played He's at times. He, he, he was sake. awful at times, and it was only he only stayed in the team because Pogba was injured. Do you not remember the exact same thing him falling out of Hazard when he was asking Hazard to get back and be the man defending every time? And then you, you uh, Chelsea conceded a goal late to Atletico in the Champions League and he blamed the whole thing on Hazard. And he does just single out a player. When Hazard, as much as you have a responsibility to trap back, he's not in there to be parking the bus. And I struggled to see an attacking player originally might have the idea where it's Man United... But with Mourinho in charge, if you've got other options on the table, I don't see it being that appealing to come to United and play that kind of football where the own fans are now being turned. And so for me, my way of improving in January for United is he needs someone to tell him this is not okay to be playing this way as, as Man United. Jeez. I, I, I thought you were going to say he needs to go. That's what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> which, which, um, well, there are rumours that he has been told that recently that you, you need to play a more attacking style of football which well, the thing is if you the thing it, is you, we do say this but they're the second top scorers in the team like we said last in the league like we said last week if you if you win the league with that style of football you can get away with it when you're not winning the league and you're still playing awful yeah football, but that's always what happens with him though. No, but when he wins it's fine he does. when he doesn't get the win that's but, when it starts to but let's, let's take City out of the equation there's teams that are meant to be having good seat Liverpool obviously have had Rocky. Well, Liverpool are on a good season. They're just entertaining. You can't go into your derby but, at home and put 11 players behind the ball, whether it's no, City I, or not. Any team, any manager is going to get slated if he does. Yeah. If Klopp goes into the derby and puts 11 behind the ball against Everton, yeah. if Wenger goes into against Spurs at home and puts 11 behind the ball... Maybe so, slated. but the problem you have is that what option do you have to do that against City? You can't go on the front foot. Uh, Look, Tottenham went Mourinho on the front did foot. it to Liverpool as well. Yeah, he yeah. did. Have you... In our defence, that was when we were <laughs> shot to yeah. pieces and it was Lovering getting death threats. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, mind you. The, the thing is, obviously, they had the, Lukaku had the chance that game. If he scores that, then people say it's a Mourinho masterclass yet again. But he, he missed the chance and so now it's, it's slated. But the thing with City, it was saying 
what can you do against City at the moment? You sit back, which were go- was going well for teams. They were, you know, City were nicking goals late on against West Ham, uh, Huddersfield, they had the other one, which was a late goal. So it seemed like the right approach to do. The Spurs went the opposite way yet uh, on Saturday, where they tried to match them. Got beat four one. I, th- I think the problem with it is we've. It's kind of as we've said on here before that there seems to be this idea that you've either got to park the bus like Mourinho does at times, or go like all gung ho and go all out and sack City. When yeah. the truth is, he's a clever enough manager, and United have got good enough players that you can defend smartly while still offering attacking intent. It's like, like, not them have to be no. sitting our half. Try and break us down, and we might get a Lukaku tapping something. Well, but then you say if Lukaku scores that goal at the end, the game ends two two. Mm. Do do you still slate United, or do you just say you know? Then they scrape to draw. Then you say that they're a team who's got a draw at home against City. But you haven't gained anything on City either. That's the thing. No, that that game kind of became a must win. Yeah, and normally in that sort of scenario, it's a if you draw, it's an okay result and move on to the next one because of the points difference already. It became a right. We have to win this. If we've got any chance. Yeah, I mean, I did say to Luke last week, but the, both the goals were scrappy that they scored. Yeah, no, say what you said. All right, what what I said was both the goals were scrappy. Bar that, take away the last five minutes where United were pushing all out for them. City didn't create a lot of clear cut chances. No. De Gea De Gea had one save from De Bruyne. Bar that, there was I can't I can't think of another clear cut chance that they had in the game. He said it was a good performance by United. <laughs> I did not say that. <laughs> I've got evidence from Cameron Major as well. <laughs> evidence from Cameron Major. No, I said I said United were unlucky in the terms that the goals that City scored were lucky goals. In terms of they weren't well. <laughs> they weren't. It, they they, they scored the goals though. Yeah, they, they scored, but I you, think you can't. Was say, unlucky. When he got the blame for the one, I thought. It was quite unlucky that yeah. he said there was a yeah. That's what I mean. It's, it's, an un- <laughs> it's an unlucky goal to And as a result, of- he did obviously play everyone on the side as Bo- well. <laughs> both of them are unlucky goals to concede. And I said, bar that, they haven't created many clear-cut chances. So you could argue that United were... Un- Although I said the problem here is, is that when teams have a lot of possession, people think they dominated the game. Mm. Yeah, they dominated the game because they had the ball, but what did they do with it? And mm. that's the thing with... It looks good, but they, they didn't penetrate to do anything with it the other problem is defining a good performance as we didn't get carved open isn't a great you're supposed to be going in well, on a level you... playing field really it's supposed, they're supposed to be the two top teams you have spent and... half a billion as well so have they well, well did so you see they. and look what they're doing did you see exactly. the... this is this is did you see the thing Gary Neville said about but they've spent 616 million since Fergie left and they've still seven, got seven of the 11 that started yesterday. still from when he was there from the so it's a serious Seven of the players are still from when Fergie was there. Some of them oh. players that they let go was criminal. When them letting Di Maria go, no, was... that was outside sources of letting go, wasn't it? Yeah, but I'm saying just the club in oh, general. Yeah. I'm not saying like Mourinho obviously wasn't there. I but then that, I think that was kind of a the same case of this Arsenal. Like the, the player wanted to go, so you can't do it. I'm not surprised it. you were playing him in defensive midfield against Blackpool. <laughs> <laughs> the worst, similar worst ones for me. Johnny Evans, although people may laugh, so. I, I was I was quite annoyed that they let him. Over go. the summer, he became like hot property, didn't <laughs> he? Suddenly, he, did, so yeah. he became the the was, wanted man. I was man. quite annoyed that they let him because I always did quite like Johnny Evans, and there was West Brown, <laughs> John O'Shea. No, never giving Kagawa a chance. They, that was a, that was a tough one. Never nah, giving him a chance. Again, he was hit and miss though. Well, hit and miss, but when he played, he played quite well. He just didn't play that mm. much. 
It was a little bit like McTiernan's start playing, last year. And they were playing him deep midfield when he played. I'm trying to think of the other one who I did think it's it yesterday. It annoyed me when I saw him. Welbeck. <laughs> was that actually Welbeck? That's come no, out to Haaland. Because no. that was one of the ones Mourinho said, wasn't it? He was like, there's several players I would not have let go. And he said, Welbeck, Di Maria. Did he say Chikorito? Because he scored a few yeah. at Leverkusen. Yeah, yeah. Not a bad player to have in the squad, in fairness. No, um, but... Going back to the thing about Lukaku, which you said right at the start. Yeah. So I think he's done exa- pretty much exactly what we said, in that he was good for the first, was it the first 10 games he was on that run? Yeah. But then they played teams that weren't that great. He's always good against no, teams that aren't I that said, great. I thought he was going to, I thought he was going to be... Scoring every game. <laughs> yeah, but there's then a, he kind of slowed up when he plays better teams. There's a stat that for teams outside the th- top six, he scored, I think it was 31 goals in 39 games against teams outside the top six. Yeah, he's, he's ideal for them. Kind of the, the biggest bully boys, but I actually think the biggest problem for him and for Mourinho was not signing Perisic in the summer. He's <laughs> out there with Douglas Costa. Honest, as and his honestly, boys, when I say that, not signing more players was the issue. <laughs> no, no, not getting Perisic. Had had they had him, person who crossed the ball more times than any other player, I think, in the world last year. Look what he is. What look what he's like on. Have crosses. you been watching Ashley Young? All he does is ping that balls in. I do, I do like Ashley, yeah, but he's not, a, he's not. A... And he's trying to put Lingard out of the team. No, Perisic would, would have played out wide, wouldn't he? I just, I think that he, Lukaku would have the amount of headers he scored already. It, it would, he would have scored a lot more goals had had he been there to cross the ball a lot more often to him. To be fair, you do have Mick Criterion. Yeah. yeah. The the weird thing with Lukaku as well is his everything about him. Is like tailor made to be Arsenal's like worst nightmare, and it's genuinely like I said at the start of the season. He he plays awful against us every time because he. I think I don't know if it's a confidence thing or what, but when he's playing the lesser teams, he drives at players and he uses his size, whereas he doesn't seem to be doing that. And he did it a few times against part, Arsenal. Part of the scary. thing is of being a manager is you do have to know. Man management is you got to know some players you put an arm around them, some players you got to give them like a kick at the backside. And Mourinho seems to be like every single player, he's just like, he's just vile to them. Because <laughs> Shaw does not seem like the kind of guy who you go all in on. No. When you, the stuff you're told about his character, he's a quiet guy, he's quite um, kind of like self-depreciating in the way he performs and so to go in a press conference and start slagging him off the way he does seems like the worst idea possible <laughs> when he came on and basically won that game for him he's like oh, it's only because I told him what, yeah. he what yeah. to do <laughs> but then you can kind of say that it, it does he's had previous of it working with players a lot of players so it I mean, usually sh- goes before maybe but Shaw's yeah, yeah. last two games he's got two man of matches and two games that he's played so you, you could argue maybe it is working it's, it's a good it's sort a of psychological approach. Pro, it's, it's just, again, it's the never, same approach for everyone. Though. Ozil's the other one where he's similar to Shaw. You imagine that he seems quite quiet, quite yeah. it, like introverted. Well, the thing happened with Matter, didn't he? He bombed Matter out of Chelsea. Yeah. And he ended up doing a good job at yeah, so United and he plays. It's it. obviously something that has worked for him in his career. He's, he's always done it with Chelsea. He always did it. He's slated players. Mental abuse is the way forward. He's got to <laughs> mentally abuse them. And it just flicks a switch. The last thing before we move on, where me and you might appreciate the next topic, Connor. Um, I thought, what are your thoughts, just to ask you, on Lukaku not celebrating against West Brom? I didn't know if you put that down to the City performance, whether you put it down to it's West Brom. He doesn't really need to be like. 
going all in because the United fans singing part of the bus playing against West Brom no, might be the worst know. thing I've seen all no, season. Do you, do you know the reason for that? Yeah, because the City fans were sick. City players, City players were singing in the dressing room. So they obviously they United were 2 0 up at the time. Understandably. Yeah, so they were singing it sarcastically, saying part of the bus, part of the bus, Man United. Of course, it's sarcastically. They were 2 0 up at the time. As I said, second highest scorers in the league. Attack, attack, attack. attack. <laughs> also, sarcastically singing it at 2 0. It's 2 0 against West Brom. It's not a dickhead. I mean, no, I mean, at, at the <laughs> time, West Brom, I know we'll get to it later, they're going down. Yeah, they, they don't look great. Honestly, they, don't look great. they were awful. But um, You kind of sarcastically sing that at like 6 0. 2 0 against West Brom, I don't really. You kind of do. But yeah, they're not celebrating. I think it's just. Don't because, forget that lowest spell at West Brom. I don't think I don't, I don't think I don't, I don't yeah. think it's anything to do that. I think no, it's I just don't. that because he's been slated so much by everyone. He, yeah. he, he, again, Bournemouth, he did exactly the same. That's the thing. It does. I think he because he's been slated by everyone, he's he's just kind of saying, "That's what I do." Keep Gen- it cool. Judge me now. Not letting yeah. his head get too big. Yeah, I've, I think he's way too big. He's not boots. doing the uh, the Pogba. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's missing Pogba. Maybe that's the problem. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe he shouldn't have been such a reckless thug against Arsenal. I don't maybe. think we've really given him an answer for how United can improve. But... Get rid of Mourinho. <laughs> Buy Perisic. Okay, we've chucked a couple out there. We'll let people decide what they are. I, I don't know who else they can they can no, buy. Not no. in January. I don't see I'm it. sure it'll they'll be, find someone. It'll be o- Ozil or probably, it'll probably be Ozil. I could see Ozil doing a Van Persie. I could kind of <laughs> see it. I think he'll stay, but I could kind of see it. All right, moving then on to Liverpool. <laughs> oh no. We could spend another hour on it. What can Liverpool do to improve? I don't think it's a mystery, is it? Short and sweet. <laughs> Defence. <laughs> I'm actually rating Lovren the last few games. Oh, God. Yeah, and I, before Moreno got injured, I was rating him his performances this season. <laughs> I will say. Him, him going off in the Champions League crying and then it turning out that he literally wasn't even a bad injury. Klopp just mugging him off in the press conference <laughs> after going... Yeah, the, unless it's something the physios haven't picked up, they haven't actually detected it. <laughs> <laughs> <That's too bad. laughs> but that's like Mustafi. You don't want one of your defenders. It's not as bad with the fullback actually, but one of your defenders whinging like City would have had t-shirts Lovren, made for him. Yeah. <laughs> Lovren does that as well, where he's when minor. he loses and you you see them whinge when they go down. And yeah, I literally uh, have got in my uh, notes how can Liverpool improve? Sign some competent event, competent defenders. Simple as that. But the the mental abuse factor from the Liverpool fans has sort of shocked Lover, and I think he's he's sort of picked it up the last couple of games. I thought. Well, I think to be fair to him, that's kind of like a kind of the opposite of what we said for United. But it does kind of have to be like a happy medium, doesn't there? Because there was games like what was it where you drew games and then the Klopp was getting the players to hold hands and walk up to the fans <laughs> after, and I don't <laughs> think the fans are going to take that for that long. So it probably is a middle ground, but. Do you think maybe a player like Lovren just needs some competition? Just because... Wasn't it against Dortmund in the Europa where he's just turned about just had the game of his life then? He scored the winner. Got the winner, yeah. Yeah. That's crazy scenes. The thing with him, though, I think he, he always does have a game in it. There's a good... Yeah, there's a good But it's there. just for every... like Maybe he might have two, like Sam just said, two good games, but they only have eight shockers. Like eight games where you just... If he's not terrible, but he's, at the very least, he's like a liability. Whereas most solid defenders are capable of doing a kind of a seven out of ten every week, he's well, never going to do well, that. Well, the thing with some managers, isn't there? And um, I think Ancelotti's one that's been referenced. Where Ancelotti will get the best out of what that player has, but he's not going to improve that player at all. They said when he was at Bayern, no player felt that like they improved under him. He just 
got out of them what they already had, and maybe that's yeah. something with Klopp where either you're not you. I think a manager needs to have the right people around them. Like Wenger takes hardly any of training. I think one of his kind of strong suits is I. Th- I would say he identifies his own weaknesses and he's more than happy to get someone in. Some things he obviously is very stubborn on, but he's not going to take it like an attacking training session. He's going to stand on the side and he's going to chip in with players and say, mm. this is what you need to do. This is the little things. Whereas is Klopp going to be screaming boom when he puts a slide tackle in but not saying <laughs> <laughs> this is how you can, can tackle better next time. <laughs> Get in there, son. That's what I want. I'm not sure they do any sort of defensive training. Is there, looking at them. is there more to it than? I mean, do you think the Coutinho thing is hanging over heads at all? That Ox, for as that, much that, of a horrid, yeah. awful player he is, he I think he's a great guy to have like in in your squad. I'll agree. Yeah, I'll agree. He was good. In that he interview, speaks very it? well. Yeah. You know, it's funny, um, people talking about Lukaku not celebrating as well. If you look at Coutinho, he doesn't properly celebrate any of them. He goes, if you look at him, he doesn't smile. He doesn't do that. He, he, he plays well. I'm not saying he's, he's tried, but every time he does it, it's almost like a protest sort of thing. He kind of had like a game and a half, didn't he, where he got some stick and maybe he just doesn't know like, yeah. <laughs> quite what. But then any um, any interview and stuff he gives as well, he maybe says, oh, I'm really happy at Liverpool yeah. and whatever happens, happens. So he's as good as says. Maybe as soon as they come in again, it's off. Put so. you in a false sense. It's probably better. Than so because Klopp we has it, it as well, though. Klopp says, yeah. like, well, he's here till January and then sort of... But we had a great we, message. We, yeah. But we had it with Arsenal, sorry. sorry, where the players then, despite knowing they would go, would say, I'm not leaving, I'm staying. I'd much rather the player be like that, where I'm happy where I am, but yeah. there is always the chance that something's going to happen and thing with Coutinho is you've got a good player there and it does seem like kind of I was going to put Alexis in the same thing where he obviously is a very good player and Coutinho is obviously a very good player but I don't think people appreciate just how good they were like there was no bidding war for Alexis when we had him it was kind of Arsenal in a game yeah. Coutinho was another one of them where it seemed like a strange thing because you got him reasonably cheap right. when you did get him and it was kind of like now, now with social media and all the games on TV and things like that it's very hard for a player to stay under the radar and that so kind of like we said with Sanchez the issue would be replacing Coutinho particularly as you've got quite your board I would say are just as bad as ours in terms of they might spend the money but they're not going to spend the money wisely and they're just like it wasn't there the leaked emails that came out with uh one of your board members saying how he was literally having you Liverpool to get their profit and then he was going to do a <laughs> yeah. runner in this. Yeah, that wasn't a good look. Whereas Ars- the, like, the Arsenal owner did the same thing and then he tried doing that hunting TV channel, which I don't know what he thought was going to go on there. But yeah, the issue would be replacing him. Do you there. worry if Liverpool had 100 million in the pocket for the whole wouldn't you? Do you worry what they'd do? Spurs deserve more well, they, we'll get on to Spurs, but they deserve more stick for what they did with that yeah. bail money. I mean, yeah. as bad as Liverpool are in business, then there are moments you probably didn't give credit. We signed Coutinho for 8 million. He'll probably leave for 100, 110, well, 120. We, so. we don't know how true it is, but it was supposedly that Lamar was ready to go to Liverpool as soon as they came in for him. I do like then, the play. I don't know whether it's a and the, good but, direct swap. But. but I mean, instead then, you signed someone else instead, didn't you? In, who did you sign in the summer? The I think we'd already done yeah. the, yeah, yeah, we'd Ox, already done yeah, the Salah yeah, business by then. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, Ox. It was Ox. You signed Ox on the same day where... Yeah. For 14 minutes, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. 
In terms of how they prove, you know, no real secret, get some defenders in. I mean, we've we've covered this a few times, but in terms of when Klopp signed to now, did you expect it to be any different? Because I know some some people are some fans were quite deluded. They thought Klopp was going to come in all of a sudden, bang! He's won the league at Dortmund. He's going to win it at Liverpool. I think I probably thought we'd be further ahead than we are. I didn't necessarily think, you know, like you said, he's just going to come in and win everything. But I thought. Because he seems a little bit closer. To, he seems to escape criticism quite well, hmm. and it, this happened with Wenger where he escaped it for a while, and then when someone starts, everyone yeah. is just turns and was like, "It's his fault." Yeah, absolutely. It's a bit similar to Pochettino, where he's gone under the radar, and now suddenly people are speaking up and they're all gathering the the sort of critics against him. Pochettino, it, well, I mean, we'll get on to Spurs, but his, I think his issue is he doesn't speak enough, so it, you can keep talking about him and he's not going to. And then when he does bark up, it's like, oh, we've touched a nerve. And then he says something that's just going to rile people up even more. But in, in terms of Liverpool, so are we just saying they need to sign some defenders to keep them stable? Because going forward clearly isn't the issue. And an actual holding midfielder. Yeah. Especially as Chad's probably going to fuck off. And I'm not convinced with Henderson at the moment. No, he's not he's... really holding mid. He's, got, um, he's a decent enough player, but he's not mm, a holding midfielder. I don't really. think I don't think they'll buy another midfielder with Naby Keita coming in though. Surely they won't go and buy he's another just, midfielder. Then he's he's not really he's not holding he's not holding midfielder. Really. So we still need someone who's actually going to sit in there. I think I think we probably all think Chan's going to go to Juve. Hasn't, hasn't signed a deal. I don't want it. He might go to City as well. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> don't wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> That's yeah. a, a said about Arsenal shouldn't have let. Ozan Sanchez gets that point, and Liverpool shouldn't let Chan get there either. You got go Even if they for, thought he would, you got to go yeah. all out for Van Dijk, really, haven't you? I don't know why it's still Van Dijk or bust in terms of centre backs. Yeah. I don't know why there's that idea, but I just don't think there's anyone else. Yeah, but usually, we probably do have to go for him. Usually, don't Liverpool have, Liverpool have that policy where as soon as you get within two years, you're either sold or you sign a new deal. Liverpool and, do normally go. And with do you think maybe they've just been banking on? Eventually, he's going to sign. Eventually I think it was sign. an oversight. I think and it was a full. Oh, they'll sign, and then and then now it's shoot. kind of like we've left this too long. Yeah, and so and he probably thinks the same. He probably thinks why haven't they offered it me already? Liverpool do seem like I'm, I'm struggling to put things in the right words today, but I was going to say in in a sense of pride, like it was if Arsenal had done, and I still maintain there was no issue with what they did, but in terms of the forty million one pound, if they'd done a standard bid. Then it probably would have been accepted. Yeah, it was just yeah, it you're not going to mug us off. Yeah. And with um, Chan, it's kind of like now we're not accepting a terrible bid for kind of what kind of player we've got here. Yeah, maybe. I, was, I think there's these stupid decisions at like a higher level that just don't make any sense at times. And Liverpool and Arsenal both went to category just badly run. In yeah. Terms of, if you look at the other clubs around, it's far better run clubs than them. Yeah. Which we'll get on to um, Spurs now, which may be a team that have been put in that bracket previously, but I think more and more is coming out about them recently with Spurs. Uh, There was an interview with Kieran Dyer earlier this week. He was on that BBC show that Genus is on. And he said he spoke to a um, fully capped England international who was at Spurs last year. I think it could be, it's going to be Rose or Walker. I think Walker's probably dug him out. And he said that he was being paid more at Newcastle in 2002 than this Spurs player was last season. Jeez. And you look at like Deli Ali, the amount he's on, I think he's only on like sixty thousand in terms of no, but in terms of like what he is and Kane isn't on that much. Kane's on a hundred, isn't he? 
<clears throat> yeah, I think his new deal took him to around a hundred, but it's kind of these players you can only keep them around for so long before they start realizing the grass is greener somewhere else. Yeah, money talks, doesn't it? Yeah, and that could be the issue with Spurs because they seem to they have their starting eleven, but I think depth is their is their main problem. I don't think they need to go out and spend on a uh, 50, 60, 70 million pound player. I think it is literally just bolstering what they have. Like They've got Sun nicely coming off the bench if they need him, mm. and that's good there. They've got Lorente now, who's not bad to have as your like second striker coming off the bench, but in terms of the rest of it, I think they've lost some depth. Well, I remember in the summer, it was being talked about, I know we had Sean on here, and we said, I suppose should have been a bit more active in the transfer market. And he said, well, how can we improve? And how can, who's like a realistic target that's going to improve? And he is right. But you need to get players in so like you can replace quality with quality. We said about depth. So you have a bench where, it's another thing with Liverpool as well. They don't really have people, as, as good attacking team as they are, mm. outside of that Fab Four as they've now been dubbed. When you take someone off, and someone comes in, where fucking Solanke's playing? Solanke or Ings. That's not great in, depth. Yeah. Sturridge carrying his legs just Come about. Solanke's a problem. He's fucking. He is a problem for his. <laughs> fucking hell. I don't think Spurs have. I thought Spurs had quite a good summer in terms of what they. No, no, in, in terms of what they actually brought. I thought Lorente was a good. I've good never been sold on Lorente, so therefore I'm a little bit out. As, as a backup striker, I thought he was alright. I think Sergio, as a third or fourth, he's literally after Kane, he's the man who comes in, isn't he? I thought Serge Aurier was a good buy as a, your right back. In terms of homophobic. Oh, you, you can't. Right you know you're going off on <laughs> yeah. this. Let's talk in player wise. Right back. Come on. Liverpool <laughs> edition of Saka. Who else are they by? Uh, the young uh, Foyth, the, no, the young lad from Argentina, who you can't really say a lot. He's played once, I think, twice. But they sold Walker, which was good. Get rid of his bird. Because we all know what she did. <laughs> the, thing, 50 minute the thing with Spurs was that. Kylie goes back to what we said earlier, where. Signing players just kind of refreshes things a bit and gets a bit. Fergie always did it with United, where he said, yeah. "I'll always sign two or three players, and like one of them in there at least will be kind of an exciting player, someone's going to get you going a bit yeah. to kind of refresh things." I feel like Spurs didn't do that. I feel like maybe January doing that would help because I think they started really well. Things have stagnated a little bit, and I feel like changing something up a little bit would help. Do you know where it stagnated? When he brought that book out with uh, Guillaume Balague. Pochettino yep. bought that book out. Yep. I, I, for life of me, cannot understand why he would do an autobiography midway through Mid-season. the season where he's actually talking about points up until pre-season of this year where you're like talking about players. He spoke, <clears throat> I know he spoke about Rose and Walker in the book. Like these, Rose is still your player and you're talking about him saying but he wants to leave, wants to go to United, blah, blah, blah. I like that. I, you, I don't, you can't do it's, that mid-season and not expect, I think, that's naivety of him. Yeah, we still need Almost to know <clears throat> who Rogers thought he could and couldn't rely on. Them players, <laughs> he wrote in the envelopes. That was such a good move. <laughs> he came out and said no one was in there. It's a shame. I what was it? I what like was the he idea. Said, These are the players that are going to let me down. Wasn't there's three. It? There's three names in here. Like three of you are going to let me down over the course of this season. Like don't be one of them. Oh, Gerard was in there. <laughs> did you got to bear in mind he had people like Stuart Downing sitting there. So he's probably yeah. looking around thinking, how did I get it down to three? <laughs> <laughs> My main thing with Spurs, how they need to improve mentality. Oh wow! Petulant school <laughs> from an Arsenal fan. <laughs> oh, I know, Christ. Jesus! Petulant school kids when they start losing. 
That is that is true. In fairness, we saw it with the game against Chelsea uh, when they eventually lost the league, which for some reason they thought they were still in. Um, yeah, these title they, races they've been yeah. in. Are they real races? Two years ago. Well, this is what well, hasn't changed, which is what the point I'm getting onto. Come on. <laughs> Dyer is the one who seems to have maybe learned slightly. I think maybe giving the captaincy by England and kind of being told to step up has helped. But Kane still does it. As soon as he's losing, he starts shooting from about 45 yards. Yeah, yeah. He does them stupid challenges. Deli Ali, how they laugh that challenge off on match oh. of the day is absolutely disgusting. If he was foreign, oh. yeah. people would be lifting up Brexit shirts and <laughs> yeah. getting him out. <laughs> He, never, never mind even foreign. If I don't normally like it because Arsenal fans do love playing the violin when anyone, anyone criticises their players. But if Wilshere did it, he'd be slagged as well. Yeah. So He was made to apologise for saying, what do we think of Tottenham? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the My Old Man Said song, which is a slightly more... <laughs> By the way, we did mention Wilshere. What about him? He's been brilliant the last two games. Literally your best player. And if he goes in the summer... Oh, You're in really big oh wow! Well, we're gonna get on to. He's going to West Ham. When we talk about Ballon d'Or contenders, and also, <laughs> I'd love to have him at United. Honestly, why would Jesus. he go anywhere near a club that paid home to Paddy McNair with that vicious challenge that nearly ended his career for good? Imagine Matic and Wilshere, and he got a booking, so and he got a booking for it. That's still really, really. You're great still, you're still right on Spurs, so yeah, oh, don't get distracted. Yeah. Um, so Dyer seems to improve. Ali is still just he's got like a child. Thing. He's bought into his own hype. He even just seeing him on FIFA on on the journey oh. where you bring him in, and he starts acting like the king of the castle when Alex Hunter's there doing his thing, and he starts walk marching around the place. So oh, I'm going to be your partner, am I? And he's like that in real life. Just he's actually worse. Do you know the worst thing as well. Spurs fans came out and being like. Claiming that he was being unfairly targeted, <laughs> he didn't get anything, any punishment for it during the game. Didn't previous podcast uh, Luke say it was an overreaction of the challenge? Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. There was there was some bad tweets, but I'll have a little. He's lucky look at this. that he, he's lucky that it wasn't a leg break, and he's done a couple of those this season. It, that's not the first one, but because of his reputation, he do, he he hasn't garnished a new reputation, and so it's still. Plastered as a one-off every single time. It's not malicious. It's he's going the way though, where I think things he was doing were kind of being laughed off on match of the day, and we said about things like that because he was kind of the new golden boy for England. But now it is getting to a point where people are going to start overreacting. Well, two things whereby if he does anything, it's going to be looked on and magnified like times a hundred. I'll tell you, if we get uh, anywhere in the World Cup and it's not going England's way, and he does something stupid like that, where he will get punished for it. He's going to have a rude awakening when he comes back yeah. because people, at least for that first month of the season, they unleash what they've been building up the whole summer. Beckham, 1998. Ronaldo for winking. The Beckham one, he was in murder threats. And... Yeah. We've said before, haven't we, the fact there was that debate as to who United should get rid of at Ronaldo and Rooney when there was that uh, Yeah, winking. <laughs> it's a genuine debate that people were unsure. Nice record goal scorer. I've grown to like Rooney quite a bit uh, recently. But no, in, in terms of Spurs, yeah, I think I'm not sure if Pochettino is the man to do it. I think it's going to take either a red card in a big game or it's going to take someone doing it back to him. And that is the 
the thing which gets said in, uh, or not even just football, where if you keep dishing it out, someone's going to dish it out to you, and then you're not going to like it. And that's going to come at some point, and he's either going to lose his rag, he's going to break his own leg because someone's going to come in. The worst one he can do it to is someone at Stoke. Remember, Bale did a challenge on Charlie Adam, and he did not forget and broke his leg two years in a row <laughs> in a pre-season friendly. My man. If it's Stoke aren't what they were. No, I'm saying he's going to do it to someone who isn't oh, going to yeah, take it yeah, well. Yeah. Some some filthy like Arnautovic. Yeah, we've. Well, a couple of tweets regarding former yeah. uh, former podcast members. Someone's basically one of the many captions of the early tackle where someone slagged it. He's gone, always trying to win the ball and block De Bruyne from tackling him in the same phase. But yeah, he's young and English, so slag him to fuck, of course. I love how a mistimed tackle can be unlucky for one guy, but meant to kill his whole family for another. As at this point, I brought up the fact that Spurs fans cry yeah. about Charlie Adam whenever he's on the TV saying that like, he should be down for GBH or whatever. But. You actually should have been. Well, Sean tweeted this morning, classic England doing the thing of building someone up just to rip them down. We, we do do that, and I think we're starting to do a little bit of Ali, but I don't feel much sympathy for him because he has got away with quite a bit. Yeah. So, he doesn't help himself, does he? I mean, he's clearly go got that mentality England, in him as well. The England friendly with the two fingers up. I found it quite funny. But yeah, I don't I see really see the issue really with that need, one. But you don't really need to do that. It's, it's kind of sort of about the attitude, doesn't it? Yeah. And apart from anything, you going off the pitch, do you think. Oh, I gesture with my hands. You can just say fuck off or whatever. Yeah, Clearly, yeah. everyone does it every week. But for some reason, he thought, no, no, I'm going to put the fingers up. don't know if you saw it. De Bruyne. Um, to not just say this because he's a City player, but nope. there was a time where the ball went out and you can quite clearly hear him shout to the Lino, fuck off Lino, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I thought this kind of thing was being picked up. And I remember a certain oh, Wayne Rooney doing it into a camera. Because Jose is going to be gone for good if that's something pulled up on. Well, I remember a certain Wayne Rooney doing it and getting a two or three game ban a few years back. He didn't just do it once. Filthy mouth. It shouldn't matter. Uh, the, best, the best thing this season still is, has everyone seen the video of um, De Bruyne where he's on Snapchat with Delph and Delph doesn't know it's a video? And De Bruyne's got the weirdest voice. Yeah. If you haven't, <laughs> he screams, "Go! It's a video." <laughs> I was going to say that. I, I did actually hear um, the, the quote when he swore to the linesman, and I was going to say his voice is so weird. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off, Leno! <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. So with with Spurs, then it's if we kind of move on from there, we're saying it's they need some depth, and they need to kind of. I wouldn't call them bully boys, but they need to find a way to control themselves when it's not going their way because over the course of the season, you're going to have points where it's not going your way and it is how you come back from those. I think they've got that stigma as bottlers as well, which is haunting them. They absolutely um, are as well. So I think they need to somehow shake that. But they need in terms of actual improvements in the team, there's only minute changes you should, can make should they not this, put at this stage like I know the Champions League the Champions League is what's going to screw them over this season if they get past Juve which me and Connor said was actually one of the ties of uh, the round but in terms of that with their squad with how thin it can be that could be where they get screwed over but for them we've said it before TK I don't think it's been on the podcast but they need to just go for a League Cup or something so they actually win something with this squad of players yeah 
Yeah, I think Poch needs that as well because yeah. he's, he's going to be under scrutiny otherwise. Yeah, he's, he's already. Cause... The way he gets talked about, he's not won anything ever. And and the problem is, whenever he then does come out and criticise other managers or other teams, you think, well, they've won stuff, you haven't. But yeah, he said he'd rather have his progress than two FA Cups, which is... If, like, if they'd won two FA Cups, it wouldn't be yeah. progress. That is progress yeah. for them. It wasn't um, so much for Arsenal because they'd already won it a couple yeah. of years ago. But... Um, I think he'll be the next United manager. Oof, that's a rash claim for. We'll come back to that. I, I, I could see it. Yeah, so, yeah, probably. I do right. think he's a very good manager. In fairness, uh, and to be fair, their their wage structure is kind of it's almost admirable that they do have a strict wage structure. It's but good. you need if you, you want to grow with if the you want to win, yeah, you're gonna have yeah. to. And with them, maybe with the new stadium, maybe then they will. But they could end up in a f- position like Arsenal, whereby. For those years, whilst they're doing the stadium improvements, are they in limbo? What? This is the thing. You've had this problem yeah. where you've you've had the same problem of moving stadium for the last few years. So you should know what they're going through. <laughs> is this a feel much sympathy, does it? No, should you're, also, you're not feeling much sympathy. should also say an awful lot about Newcastle, the fact that Kieran Dyer was obviously on, what, yeah. 50, 60 grand yeah. a week in 2002. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kieran Dyer probably didn't play either with injuries. All right, because we so kind of... We've, <laughs> we've, we've broken down all the teams now, so in terms of this question, we don't really need an explanation. Just if I just go round and if I just get everyone's top four for the season... Um, so Sam, if we start with you, and we'll, we'll go around. So, what were you going to say the top four at the end of the season? City. Yep. Chelsea. Yep. United. Yep. Liverpool or Arsenal? I can't decide out of those two. Pick one. For four. Uh, Liverpool. All right, TK. All right. City. United. Yep. Just burn me, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I do still have a strange feeling that Chelsea could fuck it. Only because Conte's talking a lot about frustration, not being able to add to the squad. Yeah, but for now, I will. I'll leave him in third. Yep. And I suppose probably heart overhead. I'll have to say Liverpool in fourth, but I've got no real confidence in saying that. All right, Connor. I'm going to stick with my uh, pre-season prediction. So, City top, United second, Chelsea third, and Spurs fourth. Um, I'm I'm going the same as uh, you two. I'm going to go City, United, Chelsea, Liverpool. I think I think for us, I think January is going to shape a lot, and I could see us just writing the season off if. Oh God! And just and just go for the Europa. I don't think he will. I think at some at some point he's going to have to realise, and as much as he can be imaginative, I'll say he's not he's not completely deluded, and I think there's a point where he will realise like this isn't going to happen. Do you see the? Arsenal fan TV after the game just gone. Yeah, I do watch them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they were like, "That was an ashamed admittance." Everything is obviously blood, blood, blood. Yeah, <laughs> it, what's his name? He says he's awful. That's racist. Well, no, he says blood after everything. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. fam. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> after trying to work out what he was saying, basically when he was just like, "Atletico Madrid, we could draw them. Napoli, we could draw them. They're all better than us." And yeah. he's, he's right. So I don't think Europa League is as easy as what. It was last year for United. Well, United, United he had an easy run. United year. getting easy draw every single competition they're in. Um, He's right. All right, let's move on then. Do a brief explanation because uh, we'll be doing this to death soon, I think. Uh, relegation. Uh, we'll go around again. Uh, Sam, if we start with you again. Um, if you start with the bottom and then... so. Yeah, sure. So I've gone 20th, I've gone Swansea. Yep. I can't see a way out for them at the moment. I've, 
I, I don't know if it'll be 20th, but I've gone with them for now yep. because I just can't see them. They, they can't see to score any goals. Bonnie's comeback has been an absolute flop. <laughs> Come on, Wilfred Bonnie, <laughs> score some goals for Swansea. And they need some goals right now, so they got to get him. They got to get him doing something <laughs> somehow. Um, <laughs> no, not like the other week. Nineteenth, I've got Stoke. Um, I I did have reservations about this one. They were one which I thought they've got a decent squad, but they just don't seem to be gelling at the moment. They another one where they're struggling to sort of pick up results against even the lesser teams, which. I think you need to do if you're going to be get, getting out of that um, that bottom three, but it is quite tight down there at the moment. Yep. And then you're going to hate me for the last one. I've gone with Newcastle. <laughs> yeah, I think I they're they're attacking they're attacking force. They're they're they they in a bad place. Some, yeah. Some so um, and like I, I just can't see that they've got the enough there to be to be breaking yeah. out of that bottom three. Well, the the thing there is. If they get taken over, they might spend some cash in January. Too quick. I don't know if they get that done in time. Yeah, too quick a turnaround. Yeah. Too quick take, a turnaround. Why are they so long with that? Because they're trying to put a deal in place. So if they get relegated, then Ashley has to pay some money back. Yeah, yeah but that's, gonna, that's what. But he ain't gonna. Is it? <laughs> they were saying on Sky Sports that they're close to a deal. Yeah, you know, so yeah. That was a week or two ago. Yeah. TK. Uh, yeah. I've, similar to be fair, I've got Swansea bottom. Yep. Not good enough. Um, I've got Newcastle second bottom. Raf is the only thing that's kept them this far. If they didn't have a good manager, look at their team. That's that's a championship team. I don't even yeah. necessarily think the best team in the championship either. Um, and then I've got West Brom making it which is the current bottom bottom three. Yeah. Uh, I think there's other clubs that can be dragged into it, as I'm sure we'll discuss a little bit more. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think West Brom bereft of quality. Pulis kind of his sort of management was enough to get him up for a while. People got bored of it, got rid of him, but when that accepts that you'll probably go down. Connor? I'm going to go Swansea. It's difficult to say because say... I like Clement as well. Shame. <laughs> no, if, if they keep Clement, then they're gone. The thing is, if they change their manager, say for instance... A honeymoon period, you're thinking. I'm just saying, say January, they get they sack him, get Tony Pulis in. Then you look at it completely different, don't you? This this is a problem that there's so long left to yeah, go. Yeah. But if it stays as it is, I'm going Swansea, West Brom, and Huddersfield. And it was a tough choice for me between Huddersfield and West Ham. Oh my god! And I'm well, saying that. Are they like tenth now? No. No, he's, they're, they're, no, they're still. He's he's having his off. he's having his honeymoon period, and this ain't gonna last. <laughs> I watched them against Everton. And honestly, that was one of the worst, worst teams' performance I've ever seen. They've had three good games, that's it. <laughs> There's no way. They are a shocking team. He's only been in charge for five games, I mean, four games. Honestly. So three good it's games disrespect on here, isn't it? Four or five is... I, I, it's, a, it's a honeymoon period. It's not going to last. With these games coming thick and fast over Christmas... Moisey doesn't do honeymoons, all right? <laughs> yeah. Ask I, him, but there's no honeymoon at I, United. I just think the, the team's too old, and towards the end of the season, you'll see them, see them tail off a little bit. TK is a closet hammer as well. Is he? Yeah. I, I do like I do like West Ham, but I just think yeah. the age of, the age of their squad towards the end of the season you will see them not pick up points like they are at the moment. And think, I think they got enough of those ever boys. Uh, I think it'll be tight. 
I think it'll be tighter than what people think. I think they're just going off what they've seen recently, which yeah, I don't yeah. think you can do. A few weeks ago, uh, you just said West Ham for sure. So oh yeah, that's, that's what I mean. Palace, th- haven't won a, haven't won a game. Ten. Yeah, 10 yeah, games, yeah. yeah, that's, so. yeah that's what I mean, it, football changes so quickly that. Right. Now, so I'm going good. Swansea. They're definitely. They're, I'm, I've almost <laughs> certainly bought them. Like they've made Newcastle look good when I went down there. <laughs> yeah, um, as I said though, if they change the manager. Mm. I think they've learned their lesson in terms of changing managers. I think they're going to cling on to Clement for as long as they can. They I, yeah, I was just having well, it might stick with him, yeah. yeah. Which um, might not work. I, don't, I think it won't be good, but... Uh, then West Brom. I oh, will oh, love that. If they <laughs> <do> that. <laughs> Finally get rid of him. And then to complete the trio, Stoke. Okay. And that is literally, that's like a dream relegation for me, them three. <laughs> Can't stand any of them. Stoke have been sort of pushing around there for ages. Yeah, but... and Mark Hughes, I've loved seeing him suffer, and I, I hope it continues. Them against Spurs is probably the worst performance I've seen. I don't know in how long. Mark Hughes, I don't do relegation. He, <laughs> who uh, basically got QPR relegated the one year. I don't do yeah. relegation. Just, just left a few games. Literally, his thing was, I don't do relegation. Somehow we lost to them. <laughs> that's spectacular that's when Lacazette scored and he literally his toe was offside and they ruled it out and then against City they gave one where I think it was Silva was literally four yards offside yeah I, that, that performance against Spurs was a sack of defence in itself <laughs> it was fucking terrible Did you see that he played that young lad um, right back I can't remember his name for Stoke and they said that he they played him against Spurs and they played him against City oh, and wow. uh, they were like oh why have you like checked him in in the big games usually you try and introduce young lads and he was like he needs to be chucked in at the deep end. That's how he's going to learn. And it's like, they're chucking you in at the deep end and they lost both games 5-6-1, was yeah. it? I said, the kids so... conceded double figures in two games. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so if we um, move on from the dim uh, topic of relegation, um, if we do our Premier League team of the year so far... So, sure to get a bit of debate going, I'm sure. Yeah, what, uh, what formation are we going to go with? I went standard 4 4 2, but... I, that's just because I wasn't sure what we were going to gives it a bit of balance yeah. but right. I didn't also didn't complete a team so <laughs> yeah let's go through <laughs> doesn't really matter about formation I didn't get that many alright we'll go with four, we'll go with 4-4-2 four, four, so in goal because <laughs> this would be fairly uh, fairly unanimous money. yeah so what De Gea Edison oh sorry <laughs> <laughs> yeah we go De Gea, De Gea. okay so shout um, out to Edison though. he's done better than I thought yeah I after a shaky with, start so, yeah yeah um, Shout out to Mignolet as well. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the haters. All right, left back. What are we? What are we going for? I wanted to go with something a bit different for this. Um, I think Burnley's defence has been one which has been. Mm. I was going to say the been exact performing same. well recently. So yeah. I've gone Stephen Ward for left back, but that's only because I couldn't pick a centre back over over Stephen Ward. I, f- I think he's been sort of really good at the back, and he's he's contributed going forward in important important matches so I'd go on with that for my left back yeah I was going to agree Stephen Ward would be another one for me I said I've had him on a fantasy team and he's picked up so many points this season so yeah Stephen Ward for me alright let's pick our centre backs um, so if, if we got two so for me and I th- thought of one I did have Otamendi in there which I may be riding the high of yeah. last week but I thought yeah, he's definitely. been he's been He's been consistent for someone who has a reputation of not being consistent for them this season. It may be that he's got more protection in front of him yeah. and it's not highlighted as much because if they concede, then they're scoring three more at the other end. Mm. 
but I thought they'd been good. Um, but as Pilaqueta, I think he's been the standout one for me. For someone who's transitioned from a fullback to be a centre back, very solid. Yeah, he he's been he's been yeah. very good. And Chelsea, even when they lose, they're not they're not conceding much, very are they? Honest. They they don't lose many. They're not supposed to lose. No. Chelsea. I had both of those in my centre backs as well. So. Uh, what about Tarkowski from uh, Burnley? Yeah, very yeah. good. Yeah, very good. Yeah. It's kind of it's. it's you say that, you yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, that's, yeah. But I thought they kind of deserved a place for what they've done so yeah. far, and elsewhere, I think he struggles to have them one of their players further up the pitch. Yeah, I was gonna just shout to Vatonga only because he's been like class of Spurs. If you watch any of their games, he has been top draw for them. Navdevero's been. He, not quite what he was before. He's one for me, Vertonghen. Uh, it might be just me. I always think he looks like scared when he's playing. Just his like facial expressions. Like Alderweireld <laughs> looks far more like Imposing. I'm winning this. Yeah. Whereas Vertonghen looks far more Mustafi like in that he's a solid player. But I think you can <clears throat> ref him. But yeah, I do, I do agree. This I can't remember yeah. seeing him be out of place yeah, apart from good. against Arsenal. But the whole team was just. <laughs> Terrible that day. They were all shite. Yeah. Like, I thought we played well, but it was the other way around. It was. Yeah, they weren't great. He's one just goes quietly about his business. Doesn't yeah. He? yeah. Doesn't really get that much recognition. So. What about um, right back? Valencia. Yeah, that's a good. In that's fairness, a good show. Yeah. yeah. The only other one would be Carl Walker. Be he has. He has been good, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. He has. Unfortunately to say, he has like, been. Last year he was good. good. And I thought, is he going to get much better? Than he was at Spurs. And I think he's just carried it on, hasn't he? He's More likable as well. alright so if we uh, have our wingers and I think I might be wrong I think it's fairly unanimous with the wingers would you say Salah and Sterling no I've stuck Salah at top on mine I've gone Sterling and Coutinho because I think Coutinho's been he's been on the left and I've I've rated him I would would, earlier in the season I would have said Mane but the time I injured and Yeah. yeah yeah He's made the subs of mine. Yeah. <laughs> so, what, you had Salah as a striker on you? I think that I've, I've, cuts I've still, out then some I've other... 4-3-3, that changes. Why had 3 5 twos. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was being helpful. You, I'm, um, I'm throwing a bit of a wild one out there. My first winger is uh, Zaha. I, I, I personally for three games. No, I was going to say he's been good the last few games. But I think even before that, he's he's literally dragging them up on his own at the moment. If they stay up, it will be largely thanks to him. And right? he he scored he scores or assists every single week, and he's he's outstanding for for Palace. And I think he's single handedly almost got them out of the relegation zone. He didn't even score in the first six games. Well, wasn't he even wasn't he out for some of those? Yeah, he's yeah, he, he, he was injured right. for yeah. majority of them. Start of the season, wasn't I think he, he was yeah. out for the first yeah. month or two. So since since he's come back, I've, I've he's been the best player for them by a country mile. Yeah. So I'd I'd have him in there just because how individually he's done for them. I see your reasons for that. Do you think, I think Sterling's in there ahead of Sane as well? Yeah, Sterling has been Sterling, very good, but I do, I do like Sterling. One of the he top scorers in terms of assists as well. He's up there. He's got, without using an American phrase, but he's been quite clutch in terms of he's got winners and stuff. Brilliant, yeah. Sterling. So I, I think the being linked with Arsenal is the best thing that could have happened to him. Well, Sterling, yeah, he's, <laughs> if yeah. I'm going to fucking play yeah, up here, I'm going to have to sort myself out. He's kicked a rocket up there, and he's kind of, I'm not the main man here, and he's gone straight out, and he must be one of the first ones they put down now. Yeah, after their 
obvious like silver. I said, I said to you before though, he's always had that in him. Liverpool, he has well, he three phases where he's red hot, and other times he wouldn't even take people on. It's strange. Yeah, but when he is playing like this, then yeah, he's class. He actually seems like he's calmed down a lot as well outside of football. You know, like when he's at Liverpool, stop producing kids or something. Joe <laughs> you know, at Liverpool, there's always stories about him going out and doing this. Well, Whereas now he's seen... that's what I mean. But he, he seems he seems <laughs> yeah. to have calmed down. There's like a lot of interviews recently. He, he seems quite a likable guy now whereas I th- before I think he, he always was really I think he, he was just yeah, one of the misconceptions yeah. a little bit yeah. but I know he, he did one on Soccer M where he was quite a, fu- like, quite a funny guy and yeah, like, if you haven't yeah. got him on Instagram as well he's some of the stories he puts up of Dalf calling him potato head you can't he seems like a funny guy so <laughs> alright so if we go with uh, Sterling and Salah oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> come on to what she said very good case had a good three games I can't believe you're saying centre midfielders I've so, got any of the City boys. So if we go with two and then two, I thought we'll go with four, four, two. Um, so for the for the two in the middle, then De Bruyne, we is can't quite. Of me, can you? <laughs> no. you can't. He's gonna say Pogba, isn't he? I'm gonna say he's gonna like, say. No, Pogba. I am. You're Jesus gonna have to leave him out now, aren't you? That's the thing. What? I can't. He's. What do you say? What's I said the... now that we've gone four, four, two, you're gonna have to leave Pogba out. I can't. We could have had four centre midfielders. He wouldn't have been in. Now you have De, De Bruyne and Silva. Yeah, fair enough. But I, he's I not getting ahead of Fernandinho. I think Pogba deserves a place in the Moy, team of the I'll year. Take so Moy far. over Pogba. Who? Moy. <laughs> I'm getting Ben Mee in there ahead of Pogba. <laughs> I I'll take Abdullah Decore over over <laughs> no, Pogba, he, please. He's, hey, he's been class, Decore. Yeah, yeah. Decore is on my sheet. All right. Are we going with Are we going with Silva and De Bruyne? Pogba. Fernandinho's done a spectacular job for played. City as well. What he's, he's done in the, in the games that he's played, he's, he's been as much an influence on a team as anyone else. If I wasn't sharing a mic with Connor, I'd find a way to mute him. So I think he's come <laughs> out with today. All right, two strikers. Wait, I'm not done with my centre mids. Oh, I just want to say, I just want to give a shout out. I've got, I've got KDB, I've got Silver in there as obvious ones. Yes. Yeah. Under the radar, I did mention Decore. I wanted to mention a bit of a Charleston as well. I think he's he's been doing bits he for Watford. For winger, yeah, but he's yeah he's obviously moved out wide last last sort of five six games. But he started off in a central role. I just wanted to give a shout out. I like that. <laughs> so strike is it? He's Kane quite. Kane has to be, doesn't he? Aguero with him. Mm-hmm. Morata. I like how he's coming to the league. Yeah. Would have been would have been a difference maker for United. I feel. Let me down since I put him in my fancy yeah. team. Kane has to be. Who's going with Kane then? I think that strike is a shoe, is there? You got to have Kane, really, haven't you? Because um, Giroud. <laughs> Obviously, I had Salah, but like we're, we're putting him on Kane the wing. On his bench, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> this I couldn't decide. Giroud's <laughs> not Aguero. If... Firmino is he a shout? Would you put him in? Would Are you put you him in your? I've got him in my subs, but well, if you can say Pogba, Are then I can say Giroud. <laughs> There's a reason all stuff are crying because Lacazette like never plays. Yeah. I want them playing together. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> come on. Have some respect for the league. Like, this year, there's, there's no like standout striker, I don't think. I thought the way Jesus started, I thought, okay, yeah, he might take yeah. it, and then he hasn't quite. But you know, like, like, a like, little bit. like last year, Kane was bang out there. Yeah, yeah. Lukaku again was out there for Everton last year. I'd, I'd put... No, I'm not going to say actually. See, so this is why I looked at Salah for being a... You were going to say Lukaku, weren't no, you? No, I wasn't. I wasn't. Who I thought he was. 
He was. No comment. Who is he going to say? Come on. Who are you going to say? Murata. <laughs> yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, that's he was going to say Lukaku. He, yeah, 100%. Yeah. No, I wasn't. Murata that, can that be... first 10 games. Yeah. Murata can be our final place. I, think so. I mean... We we've actually no no oh wow no Hazard just get yeah, the hell out of here <laughs> Jesus he's played the last few games up front oh. yeah and he still wouldn't be in a team of the year oh, wow. the most overrated player in history <laughs> <laughs> let me text Sam off that now he's never hit twenty actually. goals in a season Salah has done it and I'm with Byron on this one I'm with I'm with Byron on this he didn't even get assists. I don't know if maybe the over in the history, but I'm I'm I in the same boat. I don't think any other player of the caliber he's talked about would go would get one goal in a season. It'd be a penalty, a mercy penalty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, just, yeah. Just before we went and locked in the final eleven, I did have a couple I wanted to shout out to. Go on. You can be our closing statement. A bit of Firmino. I think Alonso. He he was in the contenders for left back. I think he's done. He's yeah, done bits for done. left back. Yeah, true. Um, Lingard not really done enough to get in but I thought he deserved the mention <laughs> and uh, goalkeeper Nick Pope I think he's done well for Burnley as well just wanted to yeah actually he's a Burnley keeper is a good shout in terms yeah. of obviously hey, he got the headlines but he's a good shout quietly going about it yeah Edison yeah again Pentine called Edison alright so that does us for our end of year review review preview for next season we've got a couple of little teasers here that we didn't get get into today that we'll save uh, for next season rather than uh, mentioning United which uh, I'm sure we'll get into including best 80s fancy dressed in the Atletico team <laughs> <laughs> it'll be a tough debate that one alright so thanks again for listening to another episode of the Spitballing Pod as always if you could uh, give us a like on SoundCloud a repost comment review on iTunes all of that business, check out www.spitballingpod.com and we'll be back with a boxing review and an MMA review over Christmas. Other than that, have a very, very Christmas. A very Merry Christmas. <laughs> have a Christmas. Hope everyone uh, gets plenty of ho-ho-hos. <laughs> Connor's asked me to slip that in. And uh, we'll, we'll see you next week. Bye.